Hello, I'm Mike Moore, and welcome to the How to Win podcast. These podcasts are based off 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. It says, now thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph in Christ. Listen, I'm so glad to have you with us today. We're going to have a good time today. You're going to learn a lot today, and we're going to be blessed together. I'm so glad that you're taking this journey with me. It's so much better to learn with someone else. I was in law school for a brief period of time, and they had us to sometimes study and learn in groups. It's just good to have somebody to walk with you. So I am grateful for you. And please share these podcasts. I believe that they will be a blessing to somebody else. Now, I began to teach in my leadership edition from the subject, Leading Yourself. Very first series I began on this podcast, Leading Yourself. Our background text for this series is 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 16, and I'll read it to you. One let well, I'll read it one more time, but I read it to you one time uh, here in this episode in First Timothy four verse sixteen in the New King James Version. It says, "Take heed unto yourselves and to the doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this you shall both save yourself and those who hear you." Leading yourself is the first step to successfully leading other people. Will you say, I agree? Now watch this. This series has four parts, and we're nearing the end of it. Part one is personal awareness or self-awareness. Part two is personal integrity. Part three is personal discipline. And part four is personal growth. We have completed the first three parts. We're on the last part of this wonderful series, and I trust you've been blessed by it. And in this fourth and final part, and it has just two lessons in it, we're going to be talking about personal growth. We're going to be talking about the leader's personal growth because the leader has to grow. And if the leader doesn't grow, then it's going to be difficult for the leader to lead other people. So we want to focus on your personal growth. This is our first lesson, two-lesson part on personal growth. As always, we have biblical texts or background scriptures because these leadership podcasts are based on biblical principles, based on the Bible, leadership principles from the Bible. So in Genesis 26, verse uh, 13, uh, Genesis 26, verse 13, in the New Names Version. That's a new version of, of the Bible. I like to read the Bible in different versions. 
Genesis 26, verse 13, and the New Names Version, referring to Isaac, the son of Abraham, it says the man, Isaac, grew great, and he grew more and more until he became very great. Notice we're talking about personal growth, and in this first lesson, our subtopic is leadership and growth, leadership and growth, leadership and growth. Our background text is Genesis 26, 13, and the Hebrew names version, Hebrew names version. It says that Isaac grew great, and Isaac grew more and more until he became very great. We're talking about leadership and the personal growth of the leader. President John F. Kennedy said leadership and learning are indispensable of each other. Leadership and learning goes together. Leadership and learning goes together. The Peter Principle, make a note of this, the Peter Principle is a human resource theory. It states that people within an organization are promoted until they reach a level at which they are incompetent. In other words, if you perform well in your job, all things being equal, you're likely to be promoted to the next level of your organization's hierarchy. And we know that sometimes organizations are small and maybe they're not multiple layers, but all levels of growth, but all things being equal, if you perform well in your job, you will likely be promoted to the next level of your organization's hierarchy. You will continue, talking about the Peter Principle, you will continue to rise up the ladder until you reach the point you can no longer perform well. You're going to go up the ladder until you can no longer perform well. The Peter Principle. Let me put it in another context. Let's say you're hired to work in a fast food restaurant and you start on an entry-level position. Maybe it's the front counter. Maybe it's the grill. Maybe it's the drive through But it's an entry-level position, your first position in that fast food restaurant. Now, if you perform well, you will more than likely be promoted to shift supervisor. And if you perform well as a shift supervisor, you can and, and may be promoted to store manager. Entry level, front counter, grill, drive through, next level, shift supervisor, next level, store manager. And all things being equal, you will be promoted to your level of incompetence. 
where you can no longer perform well. This Peter principle is true in many areas and it's also true in leadership. And it's true because people stop learning. Now, now listen at this. It's true because people stop learning. Now, I don't know about you. I'm 68 years old, and I have completed a, a, an assignment as a pastor for 42 years and eight months. My son now, Michael Kenneth Moore, is my pastor, and I'm excited about being under his leadership. I have transitioned over into Mike Moore Ministries. And in, in this assignment, God said to me, expect to coach and mentor. So I, be, I believe a part of my assignment is to teach the body of Christ on a general universal level. But I believe that I'm also called to coach and mentor leaders. And this is a new area. It's a new assignment. It's totally different than what I've done in my past. But I want to learn. I am so excited. I am thrilled about the opportunity to, to learn something new in this area. Some people have said, now, don't I'm telling you, some people have congratulated me for my retirement. What they don't know is that I have not retired. I have just transitioned over into something new. An area that I am not as familiar with than the area I was in as a pastor. But I'm excited. I am excited. And I want to keep learning. How about you? Have you retired? And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with you retiring. But have you stopped learning? You should be learning the whole of your walk in this life, on this planet. You should be learning. There's so much to learn. And if you're a Christian and a Christian leader, my goodness, how can you plateau when God is too big to know everything about him? And this I've learned in just a short period of time, this leadership thing. Now, remember, I did it for 42 years, but I'm learning now how to help others. And this leadership thing is so huge and so and I'm excited about reading books and articles and, and listening to other leaders. It's just fascinating. But you see, I have not stopped learning. Have you stopped learning? The Peter Principle only applies to you if you have stopped learning. Now, here's a truth. We're talking about the leader and his personal or her personal growth. We're talking about personal growth in this part. New levels, make a note of this, new levels require new knowledge and new competences. New level. You want to go to a new level? You're praying, Lord, take me to a new level. Well, new level requires 
new knowledge, new levels require new competences. Now, I, I don't think that I've transitioned out of pastoring to a lower level. No, no, I believe God has promoted me to another level. I love pastoring because I was fortunate to have a wonderful church, absolutely amazing church. But I don't believe God demoted me. No, I believe I got a promotion. I believe God has promoted me to a new level. But now follow me, new levels require new knowledge, new competences. And so I am on a leadership journey and you're on that journey with me. And we're just going to go from glory to glory, as the Bible says. New levels, say this after me, new levels require new knowledge and competences. Say it one more time. New levels require new knowledge and new competences. In other words, we could say it like this. What you knew yesterday got you where you are today. What you knew yesterday got you to where you are today. What you learned today will determine your success tomorrow. What you learn today, that's why I'm, I'm challenging you to go on this journey with me, because what you learn today will determine your success tomorrow. We're talking about personal growth. There are two sides to growth. As a leader, there are two sides. There's the individual personal growth. That's one side. But then there is, if you're a leader, you're leading something, a group, a team, an organization. So there is organization or corporate growth. In order to have the organization, if you're a church leader, in order to have your church to grow, you need to grow. In order, if you're a business leader, in order for your business to grow, you need to grow. If you're over a team and you want your team to grow, then you need to grow because your team can only rise to the level that you're on, your growth. Now, watch this. There are two major requirements for growth. For a leader to grow, there are two major requirements. The leader must have a growth mindset. The leader must possess intentionality. Oh, that's good, isn't it? Watch this. A growth mindset, intentionality. A growth mindset, intentionality. A growth mindset, intentionality. Say that after me. A growth mindset, intentionality. A growth mindset, 
intentionality. If you're going to grow, then you must possess a growth mindset and intentionality. A growth mindset and intentionality. A growth mindset and intentionality. A growth mindset is an, is an approach to life. It's how you approach life in which you, the individual leader, believe that your talents, your intelligence, and your abilities can be developed further. And if you have this growth in the mindset, you'll never plateau. It's an approach to life. It's the way you approach your life and your thinking. And you believe this wholeheartedly that your talents, because you have talents, and your intelligence, because you have intelligence, and your abilities, you possess abilities. But you believe, because you have a growth mindset, that your talents, your intelligence, your abilities can be developed further. That's what a growth mindset. You believe wholeheartedly in that fact that you have God-given talents. You believe wholeheartedly that you have God-given intelligence. You believe wholeheartedly that you have God-given abilities, but you also believe that your talent, your intelligence, and your abilities can be developed further. That's a growth mindset. But you must also possess intentionality. Come on, say that, intentionality. Intentionality simply states or simply means that personal growth is not automatic and it will not come naturally. Just having a title or position or role does not mean you're going to grow. Growth is not automatic. You can be given the greatest job and the greatest assignment, but it does not mean you're going to grow. Growth is not automatic. It does not come naturally. Leaders must assume ownership of their growth. And I, 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 I assume ownership. Listen, I, I'm not waiting on somebody to push me. I'm not waiting on somebody to demand that I grow. No, if you're going to grow, even if you're both, I have a team at Mike Moore Ministries, a beautiful team, of godly, skillful, intelligent, committed uh, team of people. And I want them to grow with me. I've challenged them to take this leadership journey with me because I want us as an organization to be what we're teaching. I don't want to be teaching something and then uh, my team, we're, we're not walking in it. So I've challenged them to grow. I've challenged them to listen to these podcasts. It's like you, I'm encouraging you to listen to these podcasts, but I cannot make them grow. And I can't make you grow. And guess what? No one else 
can make you grow. You have to assume ownership of your growth. And that's why I'm always in bookstores. I'm always reading something. I'm always listening to somebody because I've assumed ownership of my growth. What about you? Have you assumed ownership of your growth? Or do you just have this title and, and you got this position and you cool with it now? You don't have to learn anything else. You don't have to take any more classes. You don't have to listen to anybody because you have arrived. No, there's no such thing as arriving because leadership is not a destination. You're never going to get there. Leadership is a journey, and it's a life journey, a life journey. So have you assumed ownership of your growth? It's kind of you got to be intentional about it. You're not just going to wake up one morning and all of a sudden you know everything about leadership and you got it all down, and there are no silver bullets. So forget about it. I was sharing recently uh, in one of our lessons, challenging pastors, because I love pastors. I know what pastors deal with. I know the awesome responsibility and the wonderful stewardship of being a pastor. And I was challenging pastors with this statement, there are no silver bullets. There's no magic formula that's going to cause everything to work. We have to be process-oriented, not event-oriented. And that's why growth is a process. It's a process, but you have to be intentional. Nobody can make you grow. And as much as I want you to grow, I can't make you grow. You have to assume ownership of your growth. The four major learning pro approaches, I'm going to help you, and I want to help you. I'm committed to help you because I love you. God has put his love in my heart for leaders, for pastors, for apostles, prophets, evangelists, teachers, business owners, educators military, or regardless to what your role is. Maybe you're a leader in industry, a student leader. Regardless, I love you and I want to help you. And there are four major learning approaches. And make a note of this. Four major learning approaches. Number one, experience. I'll go over these now and I'll come back. Experience. Number two, example. Number three, education. Number four, revelation. Four major learning approaches, and you must embrace all four. Number one, experience. Experience is learning by doing. It is learning by doing. Every one of you that have driven an automobile and you have become a qualified licensed driver, and hopefully you've developed your skill of driving an automobile, well, you grew through experience. It was learning by doing, learning by getting behind the wheel, learning by getting out there on the road, getting out there on the highway, getting out there on the interstate, experience. 
is a learning approach. We learn by doing. That's why it's going to be so important for you to take what you're learning and not just make a note of it, but actually apply it. You know, I was praying on the way uh, to to prepare to to talk to you, and I was talking to the Lord, and I, I was uh, sharing with Him. I don't want to just teach principles. I want to. I want to. I want to embody what I'm teaching. I want, I want to walk in what I'm teaching. So this first learning approach is experience, learning by doing. The second learning approach is example. It's learning by observing others. And I'm a student, man. I'm always looking at people. I look at people when I'm watching a communicator, I'm watching I'm listening to their words. I'm listening to how they approach this. My father in the faith uh, was Dr. Fred Price. And as a, a, a young Christian in the faith, God connected me to him spiritually, and I just watched him. I, when I was privileged to be at a conference and, and he was there, I just watched him. I watched him on television. When I read his books, I was I was listening to his life stories because uh, example is a learning approach. It is observing, learning by observing others. You'll be absolutely amazed at what you can learn, not by talking now, but by observing other leaders, observing people paying attention to people, being in the moment. The third learning approach is education. That's learning through coursework. Now, this is a, probably a, one level of education in that each episode, I'm giving you information. I'm giving you information. You can go online and, and study and get information, and then you can take classes and get information. That's learning through coursework, education. And then finally, the fourth major high-level learning approach is revelation. And that is learning through insight given by the Holy Spirit. Insight given by the Holy Spirit. And guess what? The Holy Spirit is the greatest teacher on planet Earth, anywhere. People say that experience is the best teacher. Now, experience is an approach, but experience is not the best teacher. The best teacher is the Holy Spirit. And he will give you insights and he will develop you and train you as a leader. The apostle Paul said something in Galatians chapter 1, verse 11 through 12 in the New King James Version. He said this, but I make known to you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached by me is not according to man. 
For I neither received it from man, nor was I taught it, but it came through the revelation of Jesus Christ. The apostle Paul says the revelation, this good news of the gospel that I have, he said, I didn't get it from a person. He said, now, I didn't get it from experience, learning by doing. He said, I didn't get it by example. I didn't get it by learning by others. He said, I didn't get it by education through coursework. He said, I got it by revelation. For I neither received it from man nor was I taught it, but it came through the revelation of Jesus Christ. Paul said that the information concerning the gospel, this great news, came to him by revelation. The Holy Spirit taught him and gave him his assignment. And I'm telling you, one of the greatest ways of you to learn is by revelation of the Holy Spirit. He wants to teach you. And years ago, years ago, uh, when I, you know, first entered into ministry, the Holy Spirit's Quicken a a text in the Bible, a verse in the Bible is First John chapter two verse twenty seven, and it says that the anointing which you have received abideth in you, and you need not that any man teach you. Now he wasn't John wasn't speaking against human teachers because God placed teachers in the body of Christ. He said, but human teachers don't have to be your source of information. But he said that anointing that's on the inside of you, talking about the Holy Spirit, talking about the Holy Spirit, said he will teach you truth and no lies. And you should abide in that anointing. And the Holy Spirit taught me that day and instructed me that day and, uh, and uh, gave me insight that day that he want to be my teacher. And I was teaching at our Columbus campus. I'm still on the teaching team, even though I've transitioned out of the pastoral role. My son now is my pastor, but I'm on the teaching team, and I was teaching uh, in our Columbus campus on a series that our pastor gave us on spirit speak or spirit lead me and on the leadership of the Holy Spirit. And I was sharing to uh, that campus that everything that I have learned and every achievement that I have uh, accomplished has been directly through the teaching and instruction and coaching and mentoring of the Holy Spirit. And I mean that. That's not just humility talking. I'm telling you, I knew nothing about leadership. I knew nothing about pastoring the church. I knew absolutely nothing, not a lot about the Bible and the Holy Spirit taught me everything that I know. And I'm saying to you that the Holy Spirit, if you will yield to him and talk to him and ask him to help you to develop in a, a, a great leader, he will absolutely, beyond a shadow of a doubt, he will become your coach and your mentor. Listen, 
you want to develop a relationship with the Holy Spirit. I want to close this uh, first episode with a growth regimen that John Maxwell communicated in one of his leadership books. He said this concerning his growth regimen. Regimen. He said, I read daily to grow in my personal life. I listen daily to broaden my perspective. I think daily to apply what I've learned, and I file daily to preserve what I've learned. He said that I read, I listen, I think, and I file. He said that I do these things daily. I read daily. I listen daily. I think daily. I file daily. He said that I read daily to grow. I listen daily to broaden. I think daily to apply. I file daily to preserve. He said, I read daily to grow in my personal life. He want to grow in his personal life. So he says, I read daily. And I love to read too. And I believe that leaders, great leaders are readers. He said, I listen daily to broaden my perspective. If you're going to broaden your perspective, you're going to have to listen to others. Because if you only operate out of your perspective, then you're going to have a limited perspective. He said, I think daily to apply what I've learned. That remind me of something that the Apostle Paul said to Timothy. He said, Timothy, consider what I say and the Lord will give you understanding in all things. You have to meditate on the things that you are learning. You have to go back and listen to the podcast. I was talking to one of my close uh, partners in the ministry, and he said this to me. He said that when he listened to my teaching, he don't listen to the whole thing. He said, I listen to part of it, and then I meditate on that. And then I go back and I listen to the other part, and I go meditate on that. And then I listen to the other part. That's interesting. What he's doing, he's meditating. He's cons- thinking in order to apply. And sometimes we don't think long enough. We don't think about what we have heard. And then he says, John Maxwell says, I file daily to preserve what I've learned. And I'm learning to do that. I'm learning to file and write down quotes and statements and books and all these different things are concerning my learning. That way you can go back and retrieve those things. Listen, This is our third episode of personal growth. Our first, we got one more episode to go. So let me ask you a question. In this episode, was there anything that stood out in your thinking? In this episode, was there an aha moment? And a hard moment is a revelation, maybe something you did not know, you heard something you did not know, or maybe it was it was framed in a different way or communicated in a different way. Was there a confirming word? Was there something that God spoke to you and let you know you're on the right track? 
And then finally, how are you going to apply it? How are you going to take what you learned today and apply it to your life? How are you going to act out on it in a practical way? Is there anything you need to change? Is there anything you heard today that you can teach someone else? Well, I'm finished with this lesson, and I'm thankful again for you taking this journey with me, and I pray that you continue to have a successful week the rest of the week. I love you, and I'll see you in my next episode.